You're listening to the Hello CS Dorsey podcast, your one-stop shop for all things motivating while on your entrepreneur journey. Feeling stuck in your business or don't know where to start? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Listen to some of the leading women in today's industry who have been there before to help guide you on your path. Now, here's your host and self-taught web designer, CS Dorsey. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Hello CS Dorsey podcast. I have Jackie here on today's podcast. Jackie, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Looking forward to our chat. Awesome. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what you do. So my name is Jackie Rom, and I am an author. I live in England and I write crime fiction. So I often like to say my hobby is murder. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) It scares some people off and others are intrigued. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Not really good, but you know, it's all. (laughs) Yeah, it just makes people laugh. And you know what? We need a bit of uh, laughter in our lives at the moment. I completely agree. I completely agree. So tell everyone something about yourself that most people don't know. Oh my goodness. Um, I've wanted to be a director since I was nine years old. Really? So what kind of director? Movie director or? I I wanted to be a movie or television director. You know, and I don't know where this came from. I have no idea how from so young I was so determined it's what I wanted to do but I have a feeling it's because I was a bit bossy (laughs) (laughs) that's the only thing I can think of oh that is so funny but you know what hey it's never too late you can still do it you know oh no I do oh I do I'm a producer director yeah you know you just determined you can get there so I've been directing for many years now but I was so young nine years old nine was very young to know what you wanted that's true I ain't but you know it's so funny because a lot of times when we're young we say we want to be like a doctor lawyer or different things like that but we really kind of like never fall through like I wanted to be a lawyer but I didn't want to argue I hated arguing and like made me so nervous <laughs> So I was like, okay, well, I'll be a singer instead. Well, yeah, that did work out very well. So (laughs) I said, you know what? Let's just say we're just going to stick with being an entrepreneur and let that be that. And it's working out well for me. So, (laughs) yeah, I know. I think it was um, really lucky to be so young and be so determined. But I often find now, I mean, many years now, I'm a drama teacher as well. So I find that young people in that love the arts, performing arts, they know very young what they want. So I think there's a bit of kind of passion in, the, in this business. Yes, yes, I completely agree. So you wear many hats. How do you juggle it all? You are so right. Let me just go through, because I think it's probably even more than, than you know. So I'm an author. Uh, I also have my own podcast. I'm a drama teacher. I run a radio station. And I also write, run a charity in the Caribbean on the little island called St. Martin. So I run a, a charity. Uh, what else do I do? I also have rental properties. That's about it, really. And I'm a mum. I think... It's just in me, you know, it's just what I do. I'm very good at delegating. So I often kind of set things up and then other people then run it and I'll go on to the next project. 
So being good at delegating helps. So what do you do to stay organized? Oh, I'm an avid note taker. So today I had a really busy day. I have a note in front of me that tells me every meeting and I had one every hour today either radio or podcast interviews, but it's all written down. I have to have notes. And I do the same when I'm researching for a book. Every character um, has a backstory. I'll have, have, I do it all by hand. So I'll hand write each character's backstory, their journey through the book. I'll hand write the outline of the book. Uh, and then when I'm ready, then I'll sit down on the computer and type up. So it's just avid note-taking, really. I completely agree. I did the same thing for my books that I wrote because I've written five books um, a couple of years back. And I did the same thing. And I, what I did was I did the outline by hand because it helps me so much. But I did yes. I did it as like every move that they were making out throughout the, the whole book chapter of the book and I found myself um actually writing more chapters on that one chapter that I was actually supposed to write on like I couldn't yeah. stop writing about that one outline or that one sentence and it turns out that was actually one chapter so I'm an advocate for handwriting and note-taking love it yeah Absolutely. And I often get asked, you know, what advice would I give to people that would like to write a book? And I, and I say, get yourself a box, write notes whenever you think of anything, put those notes in that box. And by the time you've spent however long putting notes in, you've then got your book. So always keep your notes, you know, just ideas, notes, drawings, everything, keep them. That's a good tip to have. That's, that's definitely a good tip to, to utilize. I didn't think about that. So when do the ideas come to you? Do they come to you at night, in the morning, and then how often? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must be the world's worst sleeper. I've learned tricks now. And to stop my mind, I listen to the news. Well, actually, I've stopped doing that in the last month or so. But normally... I would listen to the news and it's so boring. It makes me go to sleep again. Uh, but not at the moment. I'm not listening to the news. Um, but um, I try and take my mind off of it because I actually have to stop my mind going, not make it go. So um, I, I would dedicate a time. So if I've got six weeks to write, actually write the text of the book, I will do 3,000 words a day. I don't move till I've done it. So you have to dedicate yourself. That went off. Really didn't answer your question, did it? No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I went off the rails a bit. It's a, it's completely fine. I, I do the same thing. I go down this rabbit hole oftentimes. And then I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't make sense. Was I supposed to say that? Yeah. And it's completely fine. Um, <laughs> so what advice could you give people out there who are you know trying to start their business or maybe trying to start a book what advice can you give them out there to help them to be able to take action to be able to take that first step okay so I think there, there are two different questions if you're trying to write a book then as I said get all your notes get a box a, a, a real box just write notes and put them in till you're ready to write the book that's important now if you're starting out in business 
you must take it you first of all you have to be knowledgeable in whatever it is so if it's i'm going to tell you an example of something i did that helps but should help so my daughter and i run a community center oh yeah i forgot to tell you that one a community center and um after about eight years of having it people were still coming in and said oh i didn't know you were here and so one day i woke up and thought i'm going to open a radio station then we can advertise and we'll let people know we're there now, I have, at that point, I knew nothing about radio station. So I called a friend of mine because being an author, I do a lot of radio interviews. So I, I called a friend of mine that um, I know who's a, a regular drive time presenter and said to him, I want to do this. Will you help? And he was brilliant. And I put a call out in the local community and we got 20 potential presenters at that first meeting. And David, my friend, the radio presenter, helped me set it all up. And so I knew nothing, but there's nothing you can't learn, especially with the internet. And so I say, get the right people around you, get your knowledge, know your, know your job, know your field and get the right people around you. And then you've just got to go for it. And a lot of the time you learn as you go but you have to take chances. You have to say yes, yes, yes. And you have to see where life takes you a lot. I love it. <laughs> I, I do because I'm all for just doing. And, you know, sometimes I, I get that mindset where I'm like, oh, well, I don't know, it's going to take, duh, duh, duh. but, you know, it. nowadays, I mean, people are, becoming entrepreneurs and making six figures, million dollars in their business and don't have a degree, only have like maybe a high school diploma, but it's all about having that drive. And the internet, like you stated, is so full of knowledge and know-how and you can go on YouTube and learn how to create something, you know, within the day, you could create your own course, like your own like study guide or something like that you know, watching There's, YouTube videos or looking at blog posts and put those things together and you have a course that you- Yes, there's created. nothing you can't, nothing you can't find out. Somebody's asked before, but you know, I think the most important thing is there's no such word as can't and there's no such word as fail. I think those are the two things that are in every entrepreneur's psyche because- I don't believe there's any such word as fail because I'll have a go at something. If it doesn't work, I'll learn from it and move forward. I don't fail because you can't fail because I've learned something along the way. And that may be how to do it properly or how to do it a different way. So I do think it's a mindset. I agree. I definitely agree with you on that. And I, I think there are natural entrepreneurs. and um, And I think that... You have to just do it, whatever it is. You know, an entrepreneur will, will see a way through, not a closed path. Oh, I love it. I guess we can drop the <laughs> mic on that, right? <laughs> we can drop the mic. I, That's it. Said, Podcast is over with. <laughs> I've never said it before. I just sometimes say these things. I think, oh, that sounds good. 
I love it so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have like goosebumps now. <laughs> you know, uh, this is how I see it. You know, um, when you get to a farmer's field and there's a gate, you know, I will find a way of opening that gate. And other people who are not natural entrepreneurs will say, well, I can't get through. So they turn around, but I will be determined to find out how to open the gate. And that's a simple analogy. It's all about having that drive and knowing your goal. Yes. Yes. Let me explain about, because I have a documentary on Amazon Prime at the moment called Method of Murder. And it all started because my second book in a series, I'm on book 15 now, and I'm on book three of a series, a crime series uh, called the Sandra Bernstein Chronicles and the second book I wanted to base in Las Vegas which is one of my favorite places in the whole wide world Um, and I knew that when you go to Vegas what you see is only half of it and that there's another world behind the wall and I wanted to know what that world looked like And so I wrote to every uh, hotel in Vegas and said, could I have access? And they all said, no, no, no. Well, I'm not very good with no. So I went on to a Facebook page one day and I put on this Facebook page, does anyone know any casino owners? And somebody within seconds came back to me and said, I know Derek Stevens, who owns the D in downtown Vegas. And so I messaged him and said, can you introduce me? And he said, well, I don't actually know him, but he's always on Twitter. So I thought, all right. So I went on Twitter, I direct messaged him, and within two hours, he gave me full access of the casino. So I phoned my dad. I was all emotional. Dad, I've just got all access to the casino. And my dad went, sounds like a documentary to me, and that's how it happened. I then interviewed and spoke to hundreds over the next three days of production companies uh, until I came up with someone that just believed in what I did. Uh, Within a week, we got the funding and five weeks later, we went to Vegas and uh, made it. A year after that, we sold it first to America and Canada and then the UK. And now it's being seen by millions of people. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing because you kept going, you kept going and you didn't stop there. Not only did you continue on, but you look for other resources and avenues that you can possibly use to basically get your answer or get to where you're trying to go. And a lot of times we use that one resource, that one avenue, and then we're like, oh, this isn't working. But there's other things that you can do. There's other ways you can basically get the information that you need or the direction that you're trying to go. And the fact that you didn't stop, you was like going on Twitter. I don't even use Twitter anymore. (laughs) Okay. I've just told that story, which took like, two three minutes but it actually was a three-year story because um, I've given you the short version but we never stopped I mean after we made it it took about eight months to do the post-production it then took another eight months to sell it it then took another you know it's been a long process 
but I've got a documentary on Amazon Prime. I've just been offered another four-part series, but unfortunately the virus has put a stop to it at the moment, but I'm going to go to China and make a four-part, like a travel docu-series. And my goal is to make uh, a series called Jackie Rum Investigates, so that you watch me. I've got the titles, we've got everything ready. We're kind of just looking for the chance to make it, really. So, you know, what is interesting is you take one step and it leads to the next step. You know, now having, I have my own podcast, which is The Life of a Crime Novelist. Um, I have a documentary. I'm, I'm an author. So all of these things have kind of grown the Jackie Rom me, you know, it's been a product, which is me which has been really interesting to do. That's amazing. That's really amazing. And congratulations to you with all the, the wonderful things that are happening and happening in your path. And I think that is so awesome. I mean, I, I interview a lot of amazing women, um, but I think your story is by far the amazingest, if that's even a word. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's use it. That's, that's the amazingest. <laughs> it's so funny. I had, um, I have, I've had some really lovely things happen in the last year. Um, I was in, I go, I'm very lucky. I have a house in St. Martin in the Caribbean and that's where I go to write. And I was at the airport last September coming home and I was sitting down waiting for the airplane and this woman kept looking at me and I kind of ignored it. And eventually she came over and she goes, are you Jackie Ram? And I go, yeah, like suspicious, you know, who's this? And then she went, I love your books. Um, I love Sandy. And then she started telling me about my characters. So that happens to me quite a bit now. I can't tell you how that feels as an author. Well, you know, when somebody appreciates what you write, it's so heartwarming. And it's a feeling that it's really difficult to describe. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yes, I. it's so funny because years ago when I wrote my book, I didn't know anything about it. I, I'm going to tell you, I hated reading. I loved writing, but I hated reading. My mom would beg me when I was younger to read, read, read. It wasn't until after I got out of high school, I really started getting into it. But you just don't know where, like, your path and where you're going. And it's, it's so amazing to me because, you know, I had a lot of people say how, how they love my book, how they enjoyed it and everything. And I'm like, oh, you know, thank you. I'm just so humbled by it, you know. Yeah. I've, my, my first books were children's books, five children's books from the uh, 7 to 11 age group. But for, to get, and children are so enthusiastic. So to be told by a child that uh, they love these characters and they believe in the characters, to them they're real. And it's funny, in book three of uh, the children's series, the lead character finds a dead body in a freezer. Well, it's not horrible. It's not horrible. The old lady had put her husband in there when he died to keep him close. So it wasn't a murder or anything. But these kids just loved that there was a dead body in the freezer. <laughs> and, you would, and you wouldn't, I mean, I had to, it was really funny, the things that stick in children's minds. That is so true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that is so true. That's, that's yeah. hilarious. You gotta love yeah. children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or oh, the innocence of them. 
yes. you know, and, and they believe these characters and um, they'll tell you where they were. Because my leading lady, her name was Star and she's 11 and she's an actor, but she tends to be a bit of a detective. And so each book happened in a different country uh, on a different film set. And um, so the kids would tell you where they wanted her to go next or what they wanted to happen. When they fall, that fall in love with the character, they fall deep, children. Yes, they do. Yeah, so it, that's fun. So do you have any last minute advice to, um, to share with our listeners out there? I think whatever it is, don't just talk about it, do it is just simple don't talk so go for it what can go wrong you can only but learn but you could be really really successful so just go for it just go for it and do it i love it (laughs) so where can everyone find you so the easiest thing is to go to jackyrom.com so that's j-a-c-k-y-r-o-m really simple so jackyrom.com and you'll find all the links can i just say what i'm doing next week yes go ahead uh, you need to check the times but if you go on to facebook.com forward slash jackyrom i'm doing live readings you know we're all stuck at home especially those with children so uh, twice a day i'm doing readings i'm doing a live reading of my children's book and live reading of the first book in the sandra bernstein chronicles called makeup to murder and i'm doing a chapter a day so people are kind of putting in their diary a time to sit around the computer and, and listen to the storytelling and listening to me do live readings so uh, the first one is chill for children and then the second reading is the adults book but if you go on my facebook page or onto the website you can see all the timings Awesome. We'll definitely put that in the show notes for that um, so that everybody can know where to go to look for that and put that on their calendar. That sounds awesome. Thank thank you. You're welcome. Well, I thank you so much, Jackie, for being on the show today. And um, I hope everything goes well for you. I cannot wait. I think I'm going to jump onto Amazon Prime and uh, Look at your documentaries. Now, as you said, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so. Yeah, so just a remind, yeah, reminder, that's called Method of Murder. Method of Murder. Sounds good. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episodes and more. Head over to hellocsdorsey.com to subscribe. And remember, nothing is impossible. So make the impossible possible and take action today. We'll see you next time.